Good morning. Good afternoon. Good noon time. Good noon thirty. Good midnight. Good good midnight. Whatever time of day it is, I want you to know that I'm Lynn Ferguson of that Ferguson message. <laughs> I'm Lynn Ferguson, also known as Lynn Tennyson, your host here on the show, Lynn Spence podcast dedicated to black life in America and all over the world in music. So, yes, I'm going to be looking at myself the entire time I'm talking. And yes, we are dealing with this, like, wannabe beach hair day, like, messy ass motherfucking wig. Because... I'm not putting my messy braids on camera right now, but it's the first time I've done a video on camera in like 50 bajillion bajillion years. So, So, today I want to talk about Caitlyn Jenner and her fight against transgender community. She is she is something. Like, it's pretty crazy because it's just like why are you always standing up somewhere fighting against the community you're supposed to be a part of? You know what I'm saying? Like, why are you fighting against transgender women using the restroom, transgender women playing sports, and that I'm going to get into because I do agree with some of what she's saying. I just don't agree with how she's doing it. And I think that she's using her platform to you know, build a better, you know, be like a launching platform for like a better platform um, politically so that she can be, you know, another first in so many categories. And just like she accepted that Woman of the Year award. And it's just like, like literally, like T.S. Madison put it like 24 hours. I think she said she was a 24 hour popcorn princess (laughs) but it's crazy to me like I literally saw this um, article where she is starting a whole political campaign with this organization that's supposed to be um, working to keep transgender um, specifically transgender women and girls out of sports Um, and it's just like So my approach would be, instead of trying to start an organization to get, to exclude people from a sport, if they are not being included and they don't feel that there's a way for them to validly be included, that you all, you know, already have available that you also agree with, then let's, why not try to incorporate like a new way for them to like be incorporated? You know what I mean? So, like, my opinion is, why not start a transgender league? 
like, why not start, like, same way there's, like, a an NWA or um, in, the NF, in the NBA, and there's the, um, there's not really a girl form of the NFL, but, you know, um, the Women's Soccer League, I don't really know what these other things are called, but there's, like, women's tennis, there's men's tennis, why not transgender tennis, transgender women's tennis, transgender men's tennis, you know? Like, because, like, let's all be realistic about the situation and understand that, you know, acknowledge that these little transgender girls or boys are not going to want to compete with, if they're transgender girls, men or boys, and if they're transgender men or boys, um, girls, they're not going to want to compete with the gender they don't, you know, you know, agree with them being labeled and feel that they are. So I just, I think it's like long overdue, but there are a whole bunch of sports things I think are long overdue. Like I've always loved kickball and I don't understand why it's not like a, a national kickball league, you know? But I feel like that would be, like, the best mission. And it's just crazy because it's just, like, everything this bitch does shows how Republican and male she is. Like, she's not a male, but she is still operating like a white man. Like, no... Nobody's brand new about it. Everybody understands that that's what's going on. She is a white woman, uh, you know, um, identifying who is speaking from the mindset of a white man. And a lot of cisgender women do that. Like a lot of cisgender what people want to call biological real woman, do it, the same thing. You see all these women voting against their interests and putting these people in office who are, you know, a lot of these white women, especially, uh, who are um, passing these anti-abortion laws and who are, you know, um, who overturned, helped overturn Roe versus Wade and things like that, putting justices in office and things like that. So, you know, it's not a new, it's not a novel thing, but like, it's still just like, I guess it's a little novel when you think about the fact that it's supposed to be, you would think that someone who identifies as something outside of the norm in society would speak more in unison with people like them, but when you're white, rich, and you have privilege, even if you're a transgender woman, are you really gonna understand what the girls below you are really going through? I don't think so. I'm not really, I'm I'm not thinking so. So, 
That's just my little two cents on the situation. I just think that she needs to sit down. Because, like, she's mad at this other girl, this uh, younger white transgender girl, who also is, you know, what some people are referring to as Easy Bake. <laughs> easy Bake Oven Empresses or uh, Easy Bake uh, Oven Fish. <laughs> Who, you know, people are saying popped up overnight, um, you know, um, as a woman, you know, their transition was documented fully and things like that. You know, T.S. Madison really got into that. And I I completely, it's so crazy how in unison we be thinking of a lot of different things, not to chase no clock or whatever. But, you know, I definitely support her. I've been supporting her for years. Um, It's actually really crazy. It's actually really crazy because I used to have this friend who was like the only other transgender girl who I was really friends with for years. And she was more of the ghetto type of girl versus I was the more like preppy, you know, whatever. So like we were like, you know, you know, dynamic duo. But, and she loved my music. But the ghetto got in the way. And also some of the other negative tendencies like, you know, thievery and things like that. But, um, which ha- actually happened the very first day that I met her and I invited her to my house. But anyway, um, she is the one who introduced me to T.S. Madison. And I never had seen her before. I'd never heard of her. You know, it seemed like, you know, a, a lot of people in the Black community um, and, you know, especially a lot of black people in the straight black community, you know, straight cisgender black community knew about her. So I was just like, what is this? Okay. And then I was like, because mm. she was a lot more like, you know, like she was a boss bitch and she was like, very like, you know, she was more, if I compared her to me or my friend back in the day, it would be her. You know, she would identify more with the way I pegged her when I first started watching her was more like my friend and um, who was the more ghetto side. But the more I watched her, the more I was like, I love this. Number one, I love her former ghetto. You know what I'm saying? Like she got a style about her. She got a little swagger about her, you know, her blackness. I love it. And I don't have a problem with people who are ghetto anyway. Like I said, she's my friend's ghetto. But you know, I'm just, you know, a different type. And when you take it to certain levels and you're, it's not necessarily that you're ghetto, it's that you're um, being stereotypically obnoxiously black and which is not really black. And you're like being just like a heathen and a hoodlum, um, you know, whatever the fuck you want to call it. That's, I don't do that. But what was it? <laughs> The more I started watching her, the more I was like, wow, she's educating people on building monetary wealth. She's like, you know, um, showing people that this is, you know, how she had to get it out the mud. You know, this is what she had to do to get to where she is. And this is what she did that proves her intelligence and creativity and skill and tenacity to maintain what she had gained and to utilize it to build what she has now and what's still building as we speak. 
you know, now she's like, you know, hosting, uh, she's, um, you know, producing her own shows on, um, you know, cable television, primetime, I think primetime television, you know, reality TV. She is, you know, um, highly requested in Hollywood. She is getting, you know, rubbing shoulders with a lot of people. You know, it's just like she's finally getting her flowers. And it's been a long time coming because the woman has been so funny, so creative, so inventive. And people have stolen from her when it comes to things that people say, when it comes to things that people do, everything. They have been taken from her since she's been, you know, putting it out there. So it's just crazy. But I relate a lot to her. She's also a Libra. And um, her mother is also in Aries, which is crazy because my mom is in Aries. And um, what do you call it? Um, um, just her mentality, the fact that we're so creative and also so business-minded at the same time. She is... Um, she is um, very, very um, good with memories. So like, and like artistic, like cinematic things and musical things. So like she knows all kinds of music. I know all kinds of music um, all the way back to the 20s. She knows um, cinema all the way back to the 20s. I know cinema all the way back to the 20s. She knows everything about like, you know, The Little Mermaid, which is my favorite Disney. It, I think it's hers too. It's just crazy. It's just like, she, the things she be saying and the way she be talking about it's like, girl, are you gonna keep just like taking my, my mind, <laughs> like taking my mind and like, you know, my opinions and, and feelings about things, like it's crazy. But like, and it's just crazy thinking about a lot of the things that she grew up with, like the movies that she grew up watching you know, that touched her as a kid and stuff like that. Like, just seemed like we really should have known each other. But it's funny because my friend, who, you know, ex-friend at this point, um, she was, uh, was my best friend for a while. She introduced me to her and she fell off with T.S. Madison because she was the more ghetto type and she liked, she identified more with... Mm. Because when, because like I said, when I first started watching her, I thought T.S. Madison was more of like my friend. But um, the more I started watching her, the more I was like identifying with her myself. And then she brought on this girl, Kaya, who, you know, was like the Yang Taryin. Like she was very ghetto, very like mean, rude, you know, in your face, like, I don't give a fuck, whatever. Like, so, so, it ended up getting to be too much and they ended up having like a lot of like fights and, you know, messed up situations and shit because of, um, um, Kaya's jealousy and because of, you know, um, um, just the way that, 
you know, she wanted to run things versus Kaya. Like, Kaya was more in your face, like I said, like mean, rude. She'll tear a bitch down for no reason, say some really foul things about people, say things that, you know, she heard from the, through the grapevine that are not necessarily substantiated. So, like, it was causing, you know, T.S. Madison to take a look at the situation and be like, weigh her assets, especially after they have this horrible, um, this horrible um, episode where um, um, they were supposed to be with um, meeting with Monique virtually and it ended up, everything went awry and it's just, Kaya was not like here for the situation. It was just a really bad, it led to a bad blow up, I think, um, that led to them splitting and Kaya's basically been talking shit about, you know, T.S. Madison ever since and T.S. Madison defends herself once in a blue moon. But they split up and it wasn't like really like in your face raunchy anymore and like, you know, talking about people all day long and just being foul and shit. My girl at the time did not stick with it. She didn't want to like watch T.S. Madison no more. Like what? And she's like, I don't like it since they uh, quit the Queen's Court and Kaya left and shit. And I'm like, I know why. And I told her why. And she didn't disagree with me. I said, it's because you're more, you know, you want to see stuff like that. Whereas I'm more like T.S. Madison. I don't, you know. I want to be funny and say stuff that I mean and shit. I'm trying to be just outright horrible to people for no reason. Like, that's weird. But... That is what it is. But I'm Lynn Ferguson, also known as <coughs> also known as Lynn Tennyson, your host here on the show. And tune in next time we jump in. Let's go.